0: You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor noonanorg Now, let's join in for today's message. Number five. Because in this year of being spirit-led saints, which leads to us being intelligent saints, we have two primary enemies uh, that would oppose us from being led by the Spirit of God. Number one being the devil or demons, and number two being self. And there are times that self is more powerful than demons. And yeah, come on, somebody. I said there are times that self is more powerful than demons. And so uh, we have to recognize these two enemies and not allow them to hinder or stop us from being led by the Spirit of God. Amen. And so notice Jeremiah 17 and look at verse number 5. And notice what the wording of the Lord says, Jeremiah 17 and 5. Thus says the Lord, the one who knows all, Yahweh, Jehovah, the covenant God, the self-existing, existing one. You know, God don't need nobody. Come on, we need God. You know, folk get that twisted sometimes. Well, you know, God need no, God don't need you. You need God. Amen? I need God. Thus says the Lord of the one whom we need. Cursed is the man who trusts, notice that plural, a continual, in man and makes flesh his strength. What's the problem with this man, this woman? Whose heart departs from the Lord. Heart being a person's feelings, a person's mindset, but also a person's choices. Whenever we start trusting more in man than we do God, that's going to be evident in our heart or in our choices. Because you're going to begin to choose to do things and you ain't prayed about it. I got a quiet audience. I said you're going to begin to do things and in time past you wouldn't have did what you did without praying. But now you have become so confident in man or in self, because self is in this text as well, that now you Go about doing things without acknowledging God. Oh, you have got so intelligent in your own self or your own intellect that you don't even bother to ask counsel or guidance from the one who knows everything. Oh, you grown now. Do what you want to do now. See, but the Lord says, such a man, such a woman is cursed. Do y'all see it? Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Notice the book of Proverbs. Notice the book of Proverbs. Y'all hanging here. Notice the book of Proverbs. Remember, the Lord said that man, that woman is cursed. Is cursed. Notice Proverbs 3, verse 5. Why is that man, that woman cursed? Because they are trusting in man or in self above God. Notice what Solomon says in Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord. Watch this, with all your heart. Remember the man who trusts in man or the man who trusts in himself, remember his heart departs from the Lord. Here Solomon said trust in the Lord with what? All of your heart. We have to be careful that our heart does not depart from the Lord or that we become evil in trusting a limited being above a God who is unlimited. Are y'all with me this morning? And notice what he said, and lean not, notice this, to your own understanding. See, see, when I start trusting myself, I'm leaning to my own, to my own understanding, thinking that I have the answers. Come on. And some of us, that's our problem. We think we can figure everything out. Come on. You know, I had to realize that that, Years ago, that was my biggest uh thing that led me. I'm y'all understand this? That led me into worrying. That, that was the biggest thing that led me into worry. I, I would worry, but I would tell myself, "God can do anything; save fail, right?" But yet here I am worrying because I'm thinking that I can fix it. Yeah, yeah. Woo! can come up with the answer if I think hard enough if I think long enough the answer will just come to me but but see that's worrying because there are times I don't care how long you think on this this is bigger than you right you don't have the answers and you never will Not to certain problems. Because when God wants you to trust Him, He'll put things in your life that demands that you depend on Him. Come on. Some of you right now, God is breaking you of that terrible habit that you have to think that you can fix every problem. And when you get like that and you get to worrying, frustration is coming. Come on. Oh, yeah, it's coming. But he says in verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him, him being God, the Most High God. Notice what the Most High will do. And he shall direct your paths. Acknowledge me. It ain't just limited to prayer. But sometimes God wants us to acknowledge Him in the sense of, listen to me, do what my Word says. Do do you know when you do what the Word says that you're acknowledging God? It don't always mean to pray and ask God something or teach us, God, because sometimes there's no need to ask Him what we already know. Come on, we know the word. You need money. Acknowledge God. Give. Give and it shall be given. Just start giving. Pastor, how are you supposed to give and you ain't got nothing? Let me tell you something. When you have a desire to give, he's going to give you something. He going to give you something, sit back and watch what you do with what he gave you. See, you got to know how to be walking through a parking lot and see change on the ground. Don't just pick it up and pick it up and say, Lord, thank you for an offering. Thank you for something to give. Pastor, I'm not coming up there putting no change on all. If change is what you got, and you know the word says deal, you better be able to put two pennies on this altar. Listen, I ain't talking about you got $10,000 putting two pennies up here. But if two pennies is all you have, don't try to hide it. Don't be ashamed of it. Come to the altar, put your two pennies on it, and say, Lord, thank you for giving to me. Whoa, I'm teaching right. That's acknowledging him. But notice the problem, and then i got to give you the subject. Trust in the Lord. Sometimes God gives us the most simple answer. Trust in me with all your heart. You'll never read in the Bible what God told you to trust anyone. With all your heart, but Him, you'll never read in the Bible where God say, "Trust the pastor with all of your heart." You can't do it. You can't do it. I'll I'll mess around and let you down, and won't mean to let you down. Come on, see, 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 that's only reserved for God. Oh, let and and, oh, don't y'all get mad at me, but you you want to make some folk mad? He also didn't tell you to trust your doctor with all your heart. I'm trying to move on. I'm already teaching. But Pastor, you know, pray for me. What's going on? I got to have surgery on next month. Okay. So you want me to pray? Okay. Pray surgery go well. Yeah, doctor said he, he gotta do it. Okay. And sometimes you hear in in mature saints, and you and, and you know, like, she ain't prayed about that. She ain't prayed about that. She trusts in that doctor too much. And you don't have to be disrespectful. I learned it, you don't have to be disrespectful in the doctor's office when there is a disagreement. This is the only way it's going to get better. So I can't agree with that doctor. I can't. But I hear you. Woo! You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Let me say this and I'm going to go straight on it. It's amazing how folk would take their car somewhere to get it fixed. And the mechanic just say something real simple, Brother Harden. You need a starter. It's going to be $400. Oh, I, I know that car don't need no start. I I, I don't believe him. He trying to rip me off. I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask my cousin to look at this. See, see, you don't trust him again. But the doctor, you just, you, 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 you just, well, pastor, I hear you, but now he did show me an x-ray. How do you really know it was your body? Here's the subject. Y'all, y'all can't handle more. I'm getting off of that. I'm getting for somebody to get up and leave the church. He <laughs> showed you a picture of a skeleton. He told it was your leg. He said that's your leg. Well, do what y'all got to do. Look at your neighbor and say, subject this morning. Trust don't, don't trust, trust yourself. yourself. Look at one more person, tell him another subject this morning. Don't. don't. You got to say that without two. Don't. don't. It's like it's something they don't need to do. Just, just look at your neighbor. Don't shout it at them, though. But, 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 but just say, don't, don't trust, trust yourself. yourself. Amen. Let's give God a praise for our subject. Don't. Don't trust yourself. Now, a lot of people, this message on these Sunday morning dealing with self has been for some the most difficult of the messages to receive. Because again, we're coming against the one person who we sometimes Let off the hook. That being us. And so sometimes you don't have to agree because I already know it's right. Sometimes the hardest thing or the most difficult thing to do in life is to see yourself. And and for some of us, it just comes so naturally for us to see the faults, the shortcomings of others. Come on. Some of you, you, you just say that you have an innate ability to see other people's faults. That's, it's a gift that I have. When well, I walk in a room and if a person comes to me, the first thing I see in them is something they shouldn't have did or something they shouldn't have wore or how they shouldn't have looked. But you can't turn that thing around and see yourself. Y'all know I'm right about it. More you need to say amen because that was some of our biggest problem in time past. We couldn't check ourselves. We couldn't see ourselves. But we could see others. I know I'm right about it. This is a lot of problems in your marriages. This is the reason a lot of marriages end in divorce prematurely. Because a husband can't see himself. He can't see him. He's constantly on his wife about the things she don't do. But if you bring up what he doesn't do, I'm trying to help y'all out. Now all of a sudden you don't love him. You don't support him. You are not for him. In yeah, my word, you don't respect me. It's right, and sometimes that's the biggest. Thing. I can't see. You'd be surprised how members can't see themselves, but they see me. They clearly see what I'm not doing, or what they feel I should be doing. But 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 let me say this: if you look at any human long enough. You're going to find something about that person that's not right. And some of you come to church like that. You're looking for something about me that's not right. And see, that's the enemy because he knows if he can show you that one little thing, it will hinder you from receiving what God has given me. And again, I'm only human. If you want to follow me around... Sooner or later, I'm going to do something that's going to show you my humanity. Am I right about that? But in order to get to a place where we don't trust ourselves more than we should, listen, if you're taking note, it requires maturity. You can never stop trusting yourself until you mature. It takes maturity to see that you are your problem. Yes, it does. It takes maturity to see that you in the way of God doing what he wants to do. You're the problem. You're messing up your, yourself. And see, some people are always blaming others, including the system, for why they are where they are. Why don't you take that little finger and point it back at yourself? Because life is never going to go totally the way you want it to go. And if you don't learn that about life, when life does go a way you don't want it to go, you're not going to respond right. And your own response to what life is sending you is going to hurt you. Did y'all hear me? I said it's gonna hurt you. You have so many people right now, they 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 just wanna blame this country. And don't y'all get upset with me, because y'all know I'm not prejudiced. I believe anybody can be prejudiced. I believe black men can be prejudiced, a white man, a red man. Prejudice is not limited to white people. There are black people just as pre- more prejudice than white people. So don't, it's not a color thing. But when you keep thinking a system is so big that it can block you from being blessed by God, you are you are your problem. You are your problem. Because you're making the system bigger than God. Nothing, oh preacher, pastor, nothing, nobody is bigger than the God you serve. And if God wants to bless you, He can bless you in the system and He can bless you outside of the system. Too many black people complain about the system. When uh, You may not like this, but you were born in the greatest nation in the world. What Brother Rodney did here in Georgia, he couldn't have did it in other countries because of the color of his skin. But he is the CEO. Of what God gave him. Now he couldn't have did that in certain countries. He wouldn't have had that liberty. I know, I know I'm getting on some of y'all nerves. Many of us, oh Lord, who talk so much about racism, haven't really experienced it. Not all of us. Some of you talk like you was in chains. You talk like you were Kuti Kinte. I'm not making some folks upset because people don't like stuff like this. You have pretty much lived a privileged life for a lot of young. See, this is what's wrong with the young generation. They want you to tell them these things. So they have a, a, a entitlement. To what people owe them. But see, what we owe is a debt of gratitude to our grandparents and our forefathers who in slavery never gave up but foresaw a day like this. Come on. Yeah, we do. We owe them a thing. We owe them a gratitude. Pastor, you should have saved that for February. You may not see February. I'm going to preach what God tells me to preach right now. Cause y'all know me, black, February ain't black history month to me. January through December is black history month. I believe everybody should celebrate who God made them. Now you can disagree with me, that's fine. But no, you're not gonna give me no, it's 12 months, you give me one. No, I'm gonna celebrate who God made me every day. And I, and I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask folk to do likewise. Yes, I am. If God made you a man, celebrate being born. Amen. If he made you female, celebrate being. Woo! You yeah, know, that's right. That's right. Because when you don't, you even gonna give people more power then they deserve, you're going to give people more credit than they, well, you know, Pastor, I would be farther along. But, you know, so-and-so just did me so dirty. But see, despite how dirty so-and-so may have done you, Woo! and you have done people dirty, God can bless you beyond the actions of your enemy. Oh, let, 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 let me see how the book teaches it. What God blesses, no man can curse. Whoa, somebody should have jumped to their feet and get because you got some people working against you, you got some people scheming against you, but whom the Lord blesses, no man can curse. No man, you better shout, no man. No man. You better shout no man. No man. But who is that man that can curse me? I be that man. Whoa, teach it right, Pastor. Because it ain't all about what they say. After your enemies are done putting you down, what God wants to hear is what do you say? How do you see yourself? Do you believe what I told you? And see, some of us, I'm going to get real with you. You listen to haters too much. You're too in tune to what they're saying and what they're doing. And when you become that person, you're going to mess yourself up. But again, if you're taking note, it requires maturity. To be to the point where you're not going to trust yourself. That that you have a a biblical portrait of you. Have a biblical portrait of you. Because even from a natural standpoint, when you look at children, we often see them doing things or trying things that's too big for them. But that's a part of being a child. Come on, y'all. That's a part of that child being simple-minded. You ever had to tell a little child when they're trying to pick up something? Hey, hey, you you can't you can't pick that up. But they think out of that little simple mind that they can pick that up. Come on, y'all. Even to the point where you you can say you can't do that, but uh, uh let me help you. And then you basically told them the thing. You see what I'm saying? And they just got their little hands up under there. And, and, and they think they done all of that. But see, that's a child. What about when God look at us and he's saying the same thing? You can't fix that. Ooh, see, the same way we look at that simple-minded child. God be looking at us sometimes. About somebody, he just say he just say about somebody like, you can't work your way out of that. You gonna work all that overtime, and you just getting tired, spinning your wheels. As the old folk you say ain't going nowhere. Come on, but their God is looking at us, just seeing that we so. Simple mind. When is she going to learn not to trust herself so much? When is she going to ask my help when it comes to getting a man? (laughs) Because, see, your last three choices have been. I'm going to say it nicely today. Unwise. And so sometimes God just said, when, when when is she gonna when, when is she going when, when is she gonna ask help of me? But now there you is, just sitting back, ooh. 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 <laughs> when I seen him, I felt something. Felt a demon. <laughs> felt a demon telling you, get him. Hit him. (laughs) Take the Holy Spirit when you go, ooh, and then you go, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No. That ain't even him. (laughs) If you take a note, let let me give you an evil statement. Let me give you an evil statement. Let me give you an evil statement. It's not going to sound evil unless you have a biblical point of view. I just got to do what I got to do. That's evil. I just got to do what I got to do. That's evil. That's evil. Because in you doing... What you just got to do, God ain't in it. God ain't in it. You said it. You just got to do what you got to do. Come on, somebody. And see, we live in what I'm going to describe this morning as a trust yourself movement, a trust yourself culture. A trust yourself society. How many times do we hear so-called gurus, talk show hosts, and others, supposedly successful people, say to others, follow your heart. Follow your I said, I thought I would get some help. Follow your your, your your instincts. Just flow with your instincts. Come on, somebody! Don't some of y'all don't don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. How many times? <laughs> Whoa, we ain't got fingers and toes to count. How many times have have we messed up simply following our instincts? This person is for me. That's what your instincts told you. That person can't stand you. If I can't tell nobody else, I can tell her. That's what your instincts told you. That she is not telling anybody what y'all talk about. But see, notice again, Jeremiah 5. Woo! It ain't too tight, is it? It, It's just good teaching. It's just good teaching because we done already danced and shouted and turned and victory. Now we need some word. So when we leave church, we'll be intelligent. Pastor's teaching the saints how to be, as well as himself, intelligent. Now notice again, what Jeremiah saith in Jeremiah 5. Thus says the Lord, curse is the man. Jeremiah 17, 5, the primary scripture. Thus saith the Lord, curse is the man who trusts in man. I'm going to give you one definition for what it means to be cursed. Just one definition. To be cut off or separated from the Lord's benefits Or blessings. When a person is cursed. He or she is cut off. Y'all going to listen to me today. Is separated. From. Listen. The Lord's. Benefits. And blessings. Cursed. Separated. Cut off. From. The Lord's. Blessings. The Lord's. Benefits. And before I go any further, I hope some of you are going to agree. You're going to be like your pastor. You're going to have your pastor spirit. I cannot afford to be cut off or separated from the Lord's benefits and blessings. Listen, listen. I don't want none of y'all to walk off and leave me if it's not the will of God. But if you decide to do it, I can live and make it just fine without you. Come on. But I cannot make it. I will not be fine. It will not be okay. Everything will not work out. If God cuts me off. Oh, I know I'm talking right. I know I'm talking. Well, Pastor, you don't know how much I got saved up. I don't care. Banks are failing every day. I'm going to say it again. I cannot afford to be cut off or separated from the Lord's benefits or the Lord's blessing. I only share a household with one person. That one person understands. Besides the Lord, I'm closer to my wife than any other human being. And it's gonna, it's gonna stay that way. Cause that's the God ordained way. Come on. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. I got a good mama, but I don't put my mama in a place where my mama don't belong. Because I have a wife. Now she understands, since we are one, you don't want to know nothing else about your husband. You want to understand who you married to. Understand this, we cannot afford to be cut off Or separated from the Lord's blessings or the Lord's benefits. Why why does he keep just saying that? Because some of us, some of you don't have my spirit. The way you give says you can. The way you pray says you can. Your attendance to church says you can. Pastor, I'll be just fine. Many of us have been in church too long to just utter something that that that's that forgive me, that's stupid. If you've been in church all your life and you say you can afford to be cut off from God's benefits and blessings, you stupid. And, and, and let me look at this projector. If you think you can afford to be cut off from God's benefits and God's blessing, you stupid. I know the way to describe you. Listen, and you know better. Somebody who don't know God, God has not been revealed to them. You don't really know Him the way. But after God has did in your life what you know nobody else could have. Come on, you 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 will tell anybody. I cannot afford. Come on. Can I teach you right? Without his benefits and blessings, some of you would still be homeless. you still be sleeping in your car. Some of you wouldn't stay in gated communities. <laughs> some of your houses are bricked on every side. Come on. It's going to take a mighty, mighty wind to blow down that big brick house you got. Come on, y'all remember the little pig? They huff, they puff. they cut. Come on. Now listen, listen, some of you wouldn't have no money in your pocket or in the bank if it wasn't for God. Because I still had a job. Yeah, but your money went to drugs, your money went to alcohol, and your money went to whores. Just like you had a light bill and a gas bill, somebody had a whole bill. Now they're all women whores and men whores. Some women, all their money went to taking care of a male whore. See, I can't afford to be, to be cut off. That would mean as high as he has brought me. And then he looks at me and he said, hey, you know what? You done start trusting yourself. See, can I just keep it personal? You don't even go out there anymore and preach what I say preach. You go out there. And say what you want to say. I told you to rebuke them. You went out there and praised them. See, what's happening? I'm trusting. And y'all don't even realize how blessed y'all are. There are people go to church Sunday in and Sunday out. And they got to listen to a man who basically trusts himself. He didn't pray about that message. He doesn't study the Bible. He is a man pleaser. But see, just as high, Sister Hopkins, as, as he lifted me up. If you got discernment, you're going to start seeing me fall. You say something something not the same with Pastor. Yeah, Pastor, been cut off. Yeah? Huh? It's quiet in here. Look at Proverbs 10. I got a quiet house. They probably making more noise online today. They probably making a whole lot more noise than online today. Proverb 10. See, remember when I said? I can't afford to be cut off from the Lord's benefits, the Lord's blessings. See, now I got to show y'all something because if I don't show you this, you're going to look at people who have a whole lot of things and think they blessed of the Lord. Come on. Yeah, y'all. You're going to look at people. You're going to look at what they have accumulated. And you're going to come to the wrong conclusion. Well, they blessed of the Lord, too. Look what they have. That don't mean God had anything to do with what they what they got. See, that's what y'all got to understand. That's when you testify to things, if you truly testify and right. You're not giving glory to yourself. You're letting people know, this is what the Lord calls to happen for me. This is the Lord's doing. Come on, son. And it's marvelous in eyes, Right? But, see, if you don't understand this, you're going to look at people and you're going to think, well, we, we the same. No. No, it's, it, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Know the proverb ten, because this reading the Bible says teaches us that the love of money, not money, come on, don't ever think money evil. It's the love of money, that's the root of all. Evil. What a man a do for money? Ooh, I'm teaching right up here. Will a man rob God? If he will love of money, he will. Come on. I know I'm talking right. Proverbs 10.22. Proverbs 10.22. Y'all there? Okay, let me get the specs. Proverbs 10.22. The blessings. Y'all better know your Bible. See, know your Bible. The blessings of the Lord. The blessings of who? The, Lord. the blessings of who? Lord. Y'all read that 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 one, two, three, four, five. Them first five words with me. Y'all ready? On three. One, two, three. The blessings. The Lord. Well, hold on. Now I said the first five words. Let's read the first five words again. Y'all ready to read it? Alright, read it. Uh uh-uh, uh. First five words. I'm gonna keep doing it till all of us get it. First five words, y'all ready? Yes. Read it. The blessing of the Lord. <laughs> Didn't nobody say nothing? That we ain't count those that can't read. They just talking. I'm talking to a little bit of babies. They just, you know, they babies. No, I'm talking to babies. Listen, the the scripture just indirectly told me something if I listen. The blessings of the Lord. So the Lord is not the only one who gives out blessings. People have things all the time that they say, look what the Lord blessed. Lord didn't bless you with that. You sold drugs to get that. You stole from people to get that. You ripped people off to get that. I don't have anything that I got because I ripped somebody off or I cheated somebody or done somebody wrong. I never had a thought about selling out this congregation so that I would get paid. And to get y'all to trust me and y'all do things. Because as your pastor, I asked y'all to do it when behind closed doors, people are paying me to get y'all to do it. See, y'all know that happened during COVID. It's still happening now. Certain preachers are pushing the vaccine, but they won't tell people. They get a check for how many of their members will take it. See, to me, that's corrupt. If a pastor is doing that, he should at least let the congregation know, I think y'all need to be vaccinated and when y'all get vaccinated, money go in my pocket. So if you didn't say, well, I'm still going to get it, you, you know the truth. That's a crook. When the money is counted at the church or not counted, and we say we have deacons, but deacons don't count money. The money goes into a bucket or a briefcase. It is not counted. It is given to pastor. And nobody knows what pastor is doing. And then when you see pastor pull up and something. ooh, look what the Lord blessed! No, pastor is a crook. Pastor is crooking. But see, any good pastor, before God ever blesses him, he's going to suffer. He's going to suffer to make sure that his motives are pure and that he's not just preaching for money or filthy lucre. you going to see your pastor suffer. you going to know your pastor going through it. But you also going to know indirectly he does not take more than what he allowed. I know I'm teaching right. The blessings of the Lord. So what up? Uh, what people have, listen to me, for some of us, if, if we'll sell out to the devil, he'll do things for you. Listen to me, young folk, all these athletes you see and throwing up all these signs and listen to me. Some of these people have sold they sold to win an NBA championship, to win a Grammy. Listen to what she, she sold her soul for fame, for fortune. This ring Jesus came back. He said, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? I don't ever want things to have me. I want to have things. Oh, it's quiet in here. Ephesians 5. It's quiet in here. Some of you say, Pastor, I never heard teaching like this. Well, it's good to hear it. So, so, so we can understand. So you'll understand when it comes to your your unsaved cousin, y'all are not the same. You're not the same. Uh-uh. 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 I ain't telling you to always just bust people up when comes. To... well, you know the Lord, He's blessing both of us. you okay. And you know how they're getting what they get. Come on, I ain't finna go down. No, no. Some of us be suffering, going through things, but we still do right. We still do right. Come on, somebody. Some of us will have and we'll take what we have and we'll give to someone who doesn't have. Come on. But the sad thing about giving to people sometimes who don't have is they don't really want to learn how did you get what you got? They don't want the God you serve. They want the money that the God gives you who you serve. And y'all know how people are trying to say, well, I thought you was a Christian. I, did. I thought. I'm telling you, sometimes I ride by in some of my nice cars and they right there at the sign. Now there have been times I roll down my window because I knew God told me to do certain things and I did it. But then there are times I just look right at them. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You got to be careful with kinfolk. that always want a handout. But they don't want your advice. They don't want your instructions. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming, mama. I'm coming, parents. I'm coming, grandparents. She just wants you to bail her out. You ain't nothing but an ATM to her. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What's up, cuz? What going on? Shoot. Need fifty till I can see better. Brother, you're gonna stay blind. I know you got it on you, cuz. Got more than fifty. I wouldn't dare give you fifty to go drink up. Come on. Come on. Some of y'all don't like the Ephesians five. I got to hear it. I got to come on. Some of y'all don't like the. It, it, it's true. And somebody used to beat them people. We didn't want no Bible. We didn't want no scriptures. Come on, notice verse five, Ephesians five and fifteen. See then, see then, Ephesians five fifteen. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise. Paul is writing this epistle to the church at Ephesus. Notice what he tells the church at Ephesus. again. See then, see then, see then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. Indirectly, Paul just told us that you can be in the church since he's writing to the church. And walk as a fool. You can be in the church, but you're not wise. You're not wise because of what Hosea said in Hosea 4 and 6. You reject knowledge. Just like today. Don't trust yourself. Someone's going to leave out, and we're going to reject that. And keep making decisions that have us laughing today. But you're going to be crying next week. See, you're walking as a fool, even though you are in the church and you are receiving wisdom. Somebody need to say amen. Amen. See, one thing about all of us is that we have to, yes, see the good in us, but all of us need to see the bad. Do you hear me? You need to see things about yourself that need to change. You need to see things about you like I see about myself that I have to be honest and say, you know what, I I don't like that about me. I don't like that I'm that, that I'm that way. Come on, go to Romans twelve. I, I I I don't like that that uh I always got to be right. I don't like that about myself. Because sometimes I'm wrong. It, 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 I don't like that, that 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 I have that attitude. Come on somebody, you got to see things about yourself like you see things about other people that you don't like. You need to have a list of things about yourself that you don't like. Why is that important? Because when you know there's some things about yourself that you don't like, you can work to improve that. Come on, that's a good one. You can work to improve that. But when you trust too much in yourself, you don't see nothing bad about yourself. Look at Romans 12. We're coming in. Look at Romans 12. And there there are a whole lot of people. That's how they are. They can't see things about them that's not good. And see, when you're that type of person, you're going to trust in yourself too much. Yes, you are. You're going to trust in yourself too much. Romans 12 and 3. Look, Romans 12 and 3. For I say, for I say, it's Paul, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, to everyone Who is among you? Paul even talking to himself. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think how? Soberly. As God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. See, it's good to know things about yourself that you like. It's good to love yourself. But hey, don't take that to the extreme. Don't take that to the extreme. Nobody know the way but me. Whoa. Oh Jesus. What what? Don't say that. My opinion is the only opinion that matters. What? Don't say that. Come on, somebody. Because <laughs> see, sometimes when we when we get like that, God will be trying to help us. Tell your neighbor, whenever, you whenever you trust yourself. yourself. God Gonna try to help you. Look at what I say. Whenever, Whenever you trust, you trust yourself, yourself too much, too much. The, Lord the Lord gonna try to help you. You know how he gonna try to help you? By directly or indirectly showing you yourself. Did you hear what I said? Directly or indirectly. He going to try to show you yourself. Listen to me. That means somebody may say something to you about you that hurts you. You got to be able to quickly get over the hurt and recognize that's God want me to see me. That's God want me. You think every time you get a dime, you got to spend it. You got to shop. That's when you always need money from people when you should have money. Come on. Boy, folk got mad then. I said, folk got mad then. Yeah, you keep borrowing from people. Hey, you know what your problem is? It ain't LV season for you. You going to come into LV season. God going to get you there, but you got to recognize. I got to see me. I spend every single thing I get. Some of you don't have offerings. It ain't because you don't have money. <laughs> You're not wise with money. Oh, I got to move on. And tell your neighbor sometime when God directly or indirectly shows you you, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Woo! Mother, you hear what she said to you? You hear what she called you, man? Before you get mad, brother. <laughs> she based it on your last three decisions. Before you get mad. The last thing God dropped in your spirit caused the family. She's just looking at you, brother. See, this reading Jeremiah said, "Curses is a man that trusts in himself. Solomon came back and said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll do what? He'll direct you back. Don't trust yourself too much. Ask me what to do. Ask me what to do. No, Lord, I don't need to ask you. I'm ready. I'm ready. Look at your neighbor and say, Sometimes we think we're ready when we're not ready. Woo, off in the cold. Look at somebody else. Say, sometimes we think we're ready for certain stuff, and we're not ready. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, I'm ready to go to jail with you and to die. Look at it in Luke Luke 12 when you get time. Where is it at? Luke, Luke 22. You ain't got time now because I'm close. Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison and to die. If everybody else leave you, know this about me, Jesus, sweet Jesus. I am ready. And sometimes we're saying to God that we're ready for things that God knows you're not ready. Let me get you ready. You're not ready. Lord, I can handle that much money. You're not ready. I need more responsibility in ministry. You're not ready. There are already things you're failing at. That God is covering you, but you're studying asking for more. You're not ready. You're not ready to be married. You're not ready to be your supervisor. You're not ready to be over the money. Come on. <laughs> you say you're not ready. Then Jesus indirectly or directly seen us gamble showed Peter himself. He said, Peter, before the cock crows, you're gonna deny me. Not one time, three times. He loved Peter, but Peter thought he was more than what he was. Now, she just need to do what I say do. Brother, she did what you say do. Y'all wouldn't have nothing. Y'all be outside. Jesus showed Peter, you are not who you think you are. You are not on the level you think you are. And guess what happened, y'all? He denied it. But eventually, Peter got himself together. He let God get him ready. See, when God says to you, you're not ready, your next response should be, show me the way. I'm acknowledging you, Lord. Direct my path. Show me how to get prepared. Show me how to be ready. Come on. I'm closing in Psalm 68. Thank you for your patience. I'm closing right here. Thank you for your patience. I'm closing right here in Psalm 68. The word is tied together. Don't trust yourself. Remember I said if we trust ourselves, we're cursed. What was cursed, cut off, or separated from God's benefits and God's blessings. Let me show you why we don't want to do that. That's found in Psalm 6, 8, and then we're done. How many understand that? Come on, don't let that hurt too bad. Many of us that are ready now, we had not always been ready. Amen. Psalm 6, 8. I thought I was ready to pastor before I was ready to pastor. Did y'all hear that? I thought I was ready to pastor before I was ready to, to pastor. Anybody in here beside me, I feel lonely up here. Anybody here ever thought you were ready for something that when God ultimately starts showing you, you you you, you, you could see like, nah, you're you right, Lord, I ain't ready. I ain't ready. I'm ready to be out front. How you ready to be out front? The first time somebody criticized you, you ready to quit. Pastor, I'm ready to stand right there by you. How you ready to stand right here by me? And if I rebuke you, you at home crying. Pastor, well, don't see what all I do. Oh, man, you ain't ready. You ain't ready. Man, I want to walk up on some folk. You hear me, Brother Ray? I want to walk up on some folk. Just, just walk up on, man. Man, you ain't ready. me, bro, Jason, they gonna leave church, man. He's like, man, y'all see, Pastor walked up on me like that in front of everybody. Man, well, Pastor playing all no, he want play, man. He was serious. Walk up on me like that, man. You ain't ready, Pastor. I'm ready to be on about, man. You ain't ready. Take more than just walking out here. Come on, take more than just having a suit. Come on, any man can wear a suit in a top. Come on, I ain't no weakling, I tote my own Bible. But if he gonna tote my Bible, he better be ready. Cause there are demons that don't want him to tote my Bible. There are people that won't, that don't want him to tote my Bible. you will be surprised of people in our own church who hate on people who help us. It's in their heart. Like look at him. He think he all that's how some of you feel about people who stand real close to me. And you think I don't know that about you, but God has showed me that about you. Come on. Come on. Brother Daniel. Just walk up on Minister Shamar and just tell him you ain't ready. Just like I did. Yeah, just, just, just walk up and tell him you ain't ready. <laughs> Uh, come on. Miss Cocker, walk up on scene, Miss Gamble, just tell you, you, ain't ready. Y'all don't do it with no attitude, I ain't calling you. Ain't called you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm glad she did that, cause you ain't ready just cause you wanna fight. You ain't ready just cause you get mad. You ain't ready just cause you get an attitude. <laughs> huh? Mr. Ebbing, walk up on Mother Cock and just tell her, you ain't ready. You ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. Sister Pam, walk up on Sister Johnson and just tell her, let me get you ready. Walk up to her and just say, let me get you ready. See, see that's what I like about God. God ain't just the one gonna walk up and say, you ain't ready. But what I love about God, he'll walk right back up to you and say, but let me get you ready. Let me get you ready. Come on, somebody. Let me get you. Let me prepare you. Psalm 68, 19, we're closing. See, that's what he's saying to some of us today. Let me get you ready. How, Lord? Let me show you. Yourself. Stop trusting yourself. And trust me. Notice Psalm 68. We, we ain't gonna be cut off. We ain't gonna be separated from the Lord. Benefits and blessings. Notice what's gonna happen. Y'all hold up. I ain't even in Psalms. Y'all can look at the page. You ain't ready. Psalm 68. Psalm 68. Verse 19. Come on y'all. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be who? Bless be who? The Lord. Oh, the Lord got everything. I said the Lord got everything. The cattle on a thousand hills belong to the to the law. Well, yeah, grandma. The silver, the gold belongs to the good law. Bless be the good law. Notice what the good law does for a children. Psalm sixty-eight, Let me sure show you what he does for a children. Bless be the Lord, who daily, who daily daily loads us with benefits. Tell your neighbor, when you ain't cut off, when you ain't separated, God do something for you every day. Tell your neighbor, when you ain't cut off, when you ain't separated, your God do something for you your family, your children all day all day all day. I'm done give him a praise pray that you are blessed by today's message be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach we thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry and remember Jesus is a refuge.